I tried, to make it, I tried to make it sound as electronic as I could. I, even put it, I think I nailed it. I'll be honest. <laughs> I think you did, too. All the way from New York City, where they got salsa, yeah. apparently. That's what I always think of. Well, I do, too, because you and I are from uh, similar generations. Uh, <laughs> and that was a very popular a popular commercial for all the young folk out there who don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Was it Pace Picante? Was it... Pace picante was, sauce? I think, yeah, it was, it was Pace Salsa, wasn't it? This sauce is from New York City. <laughs> and then everybody would go, New York City? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, so fun. So you just got to New York City, right? Yeah, that's right. I landed in the Big Apple um, mm-hmm. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to tell you, let's just, if you don't mind, we'll just jump in because I landed in New York. <laughs> and um, I turn on my phone uh, as we're taxiing in, and my phone just blows up with messages and all these alerts. And I was like, "What in the hell's going on?" And I, you know, I heard the tragic news about Kobe and uh, his daughter and the the other seven folks on the aircraft, uh, the helicopter that crashed. And God, it was so shocking. It was so sad. And I was on the plane with with some other folks who other actors and stuff, and the whole way to the luggage carousel, we were talking about it and just couldn't. No one could get their head wrapped around it. It was one of those totally unnecessary tragedies. Oh yeah, I mean, I think I was in my house on Sunday. I was cleaning the house, trying to keep my mind off of the fact that Chris is in Miami, and I'm, <laughs> you know, pregnant, home alone. <laughs> and uh, and so he calls me and he's like, "Did you hear?" And I was like, "What? No. What, what? Hear what?" And he told me, and I was like, "That's. Are we sure? Is that sure? Yeah. You know, like, are you sure? That's your first question. Like, and then you're like, "No, it can't be." And then as the news starts coming in, it's just like it all starts hitting you. And like at first, like the first couple hours, you're just trying to figure out what happened. And then when you realize what happened, who else was on? board, you know, um, not only his daughter, but, you know, Altabelli, the coach of, you know, Orange Coast College's baseball team with his wife and his daughter, you know, and then another mm. family and their daughter. It's like, oh, God, like, I can't imagine just, you know, especially being being pregnant, I'm already, like, tearful about a lot of things, but, like, it just, like, really hits you even hard. I'm sure as a parent, it's got to hit you in a different way. Right, Rob? Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a tragedy uh, on so many levels. And then, of course, whenever you hear about a tragedy happening to someone else, it's a natural instinct to personalize it. Of course. And to, and to say to yourself, uh, God, you know, what if that was me? What if that was my family? What if that was my child? Mm-hmm. And then you, you personalize it and it becomes really emotional, it becomes really hard to handle and your, your heart breaks, you know? And, and of course, I was, I'm with you, you know, like, had I been in L.A. when when and I heard the first reports, I probably would have said it's a hoax. Yeah. Or it's you know, but you know there were so many and and the messages were coming from obviously people I trust and respect, so I know they wouldn't be screwing around with that. Right. So, so yeah, it was. Um, it's yeah. one of those things that it just seems so unnecessary. Um, but that's that's the thing, you know. On the, the, I hate to say lesson, but the the reminder is that tomorrow is promised to no one, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you got to, it really was a reminder and be present. 
you know, don't don't wait to tell somebody something good. Mm-hmm. Don't wait to do something that you, you know, tell someone you love them or whatever the case is, because it's such a reminder that no one is promised tomorrow. And so you got to be really present. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I, I just, I, I was trying to think of like, has there ever, like when anything, when's the last time anything like this happened? Like anything this big, you know, anything that where a, a celebrity of sorts, you know, or a hero or just like someone mm-hmm. in, in the, the zeitgeist, um, that I, you know, of people that I looked up to or, you know, personal heroes that I had that, that passed. And I just like, I can't think of a time that I was so affected except for like maybe when Princess Diana died, something like that. Yeah, I think Princess Diana, Princess Diana dying was, was one of those completely unnecessary tragedies. Yeah. Uh, and, and she was such a light in this world. To, to see that extinguished was a complete waste because she always was doing good work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mother Teresa uh, died the same day that she did, which is like yeah. the most Mother Teresa thing ever to get overshadowed by an even bigger celebrity. You know, like yeah, I remember. Uh, um, um, it just flew out of my mind. Never mind, I can't remember. But there was. I there remember. Was an, oh, Phil, I remember when Phil Hartman. Oh yeah, was was killed and thinking what you know that was a, again completely unnecessary. It's the. It's the tragedies like that, you know, that that happen sudden and they're shocking and and never really need to happen that are the most upsetting. Yeah, I mean, we were, you know, he took that helicopter all the time. I mean, it's something that yeah, I knew, I've LA known about. Sucks. Yeah, I've known about it him so flying. Bad. He used to fly to the game. Yeah, you know, so it was just always like, yeah, Kobe has a helicopter. Yeah, Kobe flies in his helicopter all the time, and. You know, I mean, to me, like, it's such, like, obviously his daughter, losing his daughter, who was such an incredible talent, all her own, and ready and willing to take on the Kobe Bryant legacy. You know, he had he had patented uh, Mamba Sita for her, and, yeah. you know, she was probably going to play in the WNBA, Imagine if he coached in the WNBA, and then we were like, all, all of a sudden, like now we have excitement around the WNBA. You know, as as a woman and a woman in sports, it's like it, it was so exciting to see him like champion his daughter so much, and not feel like, oh, I should have a son to carry on my name. You know, like he was such a champion of girls and sports, and and his own personal daughters and sports. And so, you know, it's really it's just yeah. it's a tough loss. It's like. I mean, he's going to be in the Oscars in memoriam section. He's won an Oscar, you know, like this guy's yeah. done so much and he he cared so much and was such a giving person. And yeah, it's been, it was a, it was a really rough, I cried a lot <laughs> on Sunday yeah. and, you know, yesterday and then today I'm watching Shaq, you know, today's Tuesday that we're recording this and Shaq, they were supposed to have Lakers Clippers tonight, which they canceled and, uh. Instead, Ernie and Shaq and Barkley, all those guys on TNT, you know, they they were all just talking about Kobe, and it was just I was like, as soon as I see Shaq cry, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna be able, I'm gonna lose it, and ugh. Yeah, yeah. These are these are this is the it's the mourning process. It's a tough, yeah, 
it's a tough process and and you know he meant a lot to the city of Los Angeles he really did yeah yeah so i i mean what is the what is the feeling out there in New York i mean not that he didn't oh, it's mean been, it's just been amazing. as much the, the people out here I, i've been walking the streets i see people in kobe jerseys they put uh they put <coughs> excuse me they put yellow and uh, gold and purple lights all around Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. But, um, and, you know, on Sunday, and they've been up on Monday, and they are up again tonight. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think people, you know, respect, uh, respect what he did, um, you know, with his time um, and, and, and his gifts. So... Yeah, I think I think everybody everybody felt it, but uh, probably they're, I think they're they're feeling it a lot more in L.A. because they had a little more intimate relationship yeah. in L.A. with him. Yeah, of course. You know, it felt like our own local hometown hero. You know, I think here in Philadelphia, where he's from, especially, you know, um, maybe feel the impact, but it doesn't take away from the impact that other people feel all over the world. You know, I mean, this is an international superstar, a guy that spoke three languages, you know, like he, he really did accomplish. I mean, he was yeah. a, a, a two time gold medalist Olympian. Mm-hmm. He was a five time NBA champion. He set all kinds of records with scoring. He won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the, the man was, uh, an overachiever. He went into the NBA at 17 when he had to take pain pills uh, or aspirin as a 17 year old. In the league, they had to call his mom for permission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he wasn't old you know, enough to sign his contract. How, I remember. Yeah. yeah, that's how young he was when he started. I think people forget that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Jerry West was talking about the other day how he had to drive him to practice. Yeah, he it, didn't have a car. He couldn't really drive around L.A. or anything like that. And um, it just it just rips your heart out. My heart goes out to Vanessa, his wife. You know, like. Losing a husband and a daughter on the same day, I just can't even. Oh, <laughs> I just. It's too much. Yeah. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And um, anyway, it's going to be, it, it, it's it's nice to see his jerseys everywhere, especially on other teams, you know. I was watching the mm-hmm. Pel- Pelicans and the Celtics game on Sunday night, you know, and everybody in the stands in New Orleans is wearing Kobe stuff. And you're just like, God, like the reach of that guy was just yeah. phenomenal. Like, yeah, it just, it does show you, um, uh, you know, when you have that kind of celebrity, when you have that kind of reach, like you just said, you can do so much good with it. Yeah. You can, you can influence so many people and you can, uh, um, you know, bring awareness to things that need awareness brought to them. And I'm not, I'm not saying celebrities need to go beat the political drum and tell people how to think and how to vote. But what I'm saying is, you know, if you, if there's a cause that's worthwhile and it's, it's something that everybody can believe in helping children mm-hmm. uh, or whatever, then, and you can bring awareness to that you should do it. Yeah. And he did. And he did, he did his part. He did his part. And, uh, yeah, man, it's it's, a, it's tough with sports, but I'm I'm so glad that we have like the Super Bowl to look forward to. It's like we have, it, I I feel like it's the Super Bowl is great. It's a, 
thank goodness, like all these athletes have a, a chance and a moment to be together. You know, like a lot of them found mm-hmm. out at the Pro Bowl, and like this is just such a a big moment for people in sports. Well, people all over, no matter what you do, like coming together, and um, and I'm thankful that so many of these athletes are around one another right now in Miami. Yeah. Um, you know, celebrating his life together as opposed to, you know, during the regular season when they have to go out and compete, you know, and work. At least it's like some downtime where they can all be together and kind of respect his legacy together. Yeah. You must be so... So there's some things that transcend competition. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, Um, it's much bigger. And this is is one of those moments where it does, it it transcends. Uh, any grudges, any any you know, any friction, any hard feelings, any competition, you know, all that stuff just gets shelved, and it's all you know, it gets forgotten, and you you uh, you look at the bigger picture, of course, and you and you mourn, and I can't see Gary right now, but <laughs> I'm assuming this is the first time in two years he's had a shirt on. <laughs> yeah, out of respect. Out of respect. You and it's, it's probably a jersey. It's probably it's either an eight or a twenty-four. God bless you, Gary. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> he has an eight. You know, in tape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which okay, that's is close, close enough. enough that's, you know. Yeah, that's close enough. And thank you yeah. for that, Gary. And I've I've asked him to pour some out for Kobe, but he refuses to pour anything out of his. Just a just a little. No. It's a forty for Christ, <laughs> Gary. Just a little bit. I'm technically pouring it out into my mouth. <laughs> Uh, see, oh, dang it! Um, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Well, thank you, thank you, Gary. <laughs> are you are you so ready to get to uh, Miami? Is it freezing in New York? Uh, it's it's actually not freezing. It's cold. Sure, okay. it's like in the forties, hmm. uh, but it's not freezing. It's not terrible. It's a it's it's winter in New York. It's about in the forties, and mm-hmm. you got to wear a jacket or whatever. It's fine. But it's not miserable by any means. However, yeah, I'm ready to get out of Dodge. I'm ready to get down and get my Super Bowl on. Now, do you have any Hawaiian shirts packed and ready to wear? I don't because I, I left before the, the team arrived in Miami. Had I known, I would have definitely brought some of my Hawaiian gear. I have plenty. Before, What do you mean, had you known? You knew you were going to Miami, right? Yeah, but I didn't know. I, was, I didn't know everybody was going to be wearing Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> In Miami? <laughs> yeah. That's what they everybody, wear. I mean, you wear a blazer with the sleeves pushed up. I want some Miami vibes. <laughs> oh, oh, you want V-neck T-shirts and blazers with sleeves rolled up. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, and, and just reeking of Dracar Dr- Noir. <laughs> I'm, ass- I'm assuming you brought a Speedo, though. Yeah, well, I'm not dumb. <laughs> what are your plans? What are you going to be doing in Miami? I have to know. Well, when I'm not in the hot tub with my <laughs> yellow Speedo on, the reason I chose yellow is because when I get out, it clings to my bush. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's and partly Chiefs it. colors. Yep. And yep. That's, that's your a, it's red a power face. Move. I'll admit yeah. it. Uh, it's a power move. It's a power move. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so that's, what I, that's my big plan. I haven't thought much beyond that. <laughs> beyond the hot tub? Hot tub and yellow speedo. That's about it. Um, I imagine I'll go to the game. Um, no, I'm really, I'm really excited. This is actually kind of a fun 
uh, a very special week because obviously I've waited uh, 50 years for the Chiefs to make it to the Super Bowl. They've never been in my lifetime, so it's kind of a, a very special thing for any long-suffering fan. You're 50 um, years old? No, no, no. I'm saying the team hasn't been in 50 years. Right. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Jesus. That's crazy talk. You've waited 27 long years of uh, your life. I've waited 20, 28. What is, whatever, you're right. I'm still 27. <laughs> I'll be 20 of us. Anyway. Uh, I've waited a long time, as has everybody in Kansas City. So, yeah, it's... Um, I've got, I'm on Fox NFL pregame show, so I'm doing a, a, a comedy bit in the pregame show. I might actually, I don't know yet, but I might be doing a live bit in the show. Wow. Uh, in the pregame show as well. Also, I have a Super Bowl commercial uh, that's coming, that'll be in the fourth quarter. Um, you know what quarter it's going to be in? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Interesting. Um, and it's it's one of the coolest. I think it's it's a, a commercial that's never been attempted before in the Super Bowl. It's an interactive commercial. Whoa! Yeah. So uh, starting uh, on Wednesday, um, this uh, uh, the website uh, whenwecometogether.com, dot com. If you go there, you can see the commercial, and you can actually choose the ending, the middle. You can actually choose. It's like a choose your own adventure because we filmed all these different endings and beginnings and middles. And so you can, I think there's 60 combinations or something of possible commercial. So you can choose. And then at, from now until the fourth quarter, uh, they'll, they'll be looking at all the data and all the metrics. And basically America gets to choose what commercial will air. Whoa. Very cool. Yeah. So oh, it's going to be, that. it's, it's going to be kind of unique. Uh, and, uh, is you not being I, I play, in it one of the options? No. Uh, oh, why, why is that? Oh, I was, just, I was just asking that. I wasn't trying. Yeah. Do you, you think that was pretty funny, Gary? <laughs> it wasn't bad. <laughs> I just love it. I love hearing Gary in the background. I'm loving it. All of a sudden, um, Gary wakes up. <laughs> uh, no. Smart ass. Okay. That's not one of the options. Oh, okay. Sorry. I... I'm just asking the questions that I assume our listeners want to know. <laughs> uh, I play, it's a, it's a Procter & Gamble, so there's like five products in the thing. It, you know, Sophia Vergaro is, is in it with Troy Palomalo doing the head and shoulders. You got Isaiah with the Old Spice. I, I'm, I'm Mr. Bounty, the quicker picker upper man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I come in hot, fast, and furious. Jacked. Jacked. <laughs> Rippling muscles, uh-huh. hey, all mine too. Not one thing fake <laughs> about it. All me. Uh huh. Yeah. And then there's other. There's like Charmin. There's Febreze. There's all kinds of stuff in this commercial. Um, and you're not doing the so Charmin anyway, one. I got, I got the Fox NFL. I got the, the Super Bowl commercial, and my team is in the Super Bowl, and it's in Miami. Um, special deal. Special special deals. Now it's gonna are, be a fun week. Any of the other big slick guys gonna be there with you? I think some big slick guys are going to be there, uh, not necessarily with me, but I think they're going. I think you can count on Stone Street to go. I imagine Rudd will go. Oh, I just assume uh, that you guys only go Keckner. in hot tubs together. I didn't know you guys would go separately. In, in <laughs> oh, no, we have an independent hot tub clause. <laughs> okay. Okay. In most, of our, in most of our contracts and writers in our contracts. So. 
Now, do you have? Yeah, any... no. We we agreed long ago when we started doing the big slick that we would be independent when it came to hot tubs and hot tub parties. <laughs> okay, got it. Not that not that we can't do them together, but we just never want to be handicapped. Like if the other guys aren't there, that we have to, you know, pass up on a hot tub party. Right. <laughs> Sure. Now, do you have any friends that are 49ers fans that are going to be there? Um, not anymore. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, any friend that I had that was a 49er fan no longer exists to me. <laughs> okay. They're dead to me. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. At least until the game's over. And then we can we can get back to our relationship. But from now until Monday... Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have much to talk about. Got it. Now, yeah. what about uh, prop bets? Are you betting on anything when it comes to the game? I saw that Demi Lovato is singing the national anthem, and they have the over-under at a minute 56 seconds for the national anthem. Oh. I'm of the mind, I don't know if I'm going to commit to it yet, I'm of the mind that it's going to be over. Yeah, I would take I the think, over. I think she's going to milk every note. You know what I mean? <laughs> They usually do. Well, and did you see at the Grammys? She started her song over. So if she pulls that again with the national anthem, that could be an extra few seconds there too. True, true. She better not. You can't start over the national anthem. If you if you blunder, you just keep trucking through to the end. <laughs> That's America. If That's you fuck America, up, you Jack. just keep going and act like nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, you put your head down and you bulldoze through. <laughs> you take your medicine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Are there any prop bets on the halftime show? It's it's usually like the first song or who's the first one to come out or something. Oh, it, but there's a there's a couple headliners, aren't there? On yeah, J Lo like and Shakira. The, they're the duties. Yeah, J Lo and Shakira. Oh yeah, weren't they having a little uh, little little tiff, little oh little probably? About, you guys want to hear uh, some of the halftime, halftime prop bets? Oh sure. Yeah, lay, lay them on me. Uh, how many songs will be performed in Spanish? Uh, the over-under being uh, 1.5. How many songs will be played total, over-under being 8? How many times will Alex Rodriguez be shown during the halftime show? Uh, over-under at half. Which that's their different five. odds for over and under, so okay. 0.5. How many wardrobe sure. changes for Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> over-under uh, 2.5. Uh, and then the, you can pick the songs that each one of them will perform. And Okay, I'll tell you right now. I'll take the over. On her uh, uh, costume changes. Yeah, me uh, too. You said, you said two and a half? No way. It's definitely three or more. Way more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She wears um, two and a half to the I Golden love, Globes. I love your reaction, Sarah, to, to hearing Alex Rodriguez. You literally, uh. Half uh. is too many. Half <laughs> is, is half too many. But I think I it'll think they cut, I think they. I don't think they cut to him at all. I don't think they cut to him at all during the performance. During, I mean, maybe after the performance, they'll cut to yeah to a shot a shot of him you That's know smiling or clapping, but not they're not gonna they're not gonna interrupt the the performance yeah that to show him I bet she has that in her contract that they can't cut away from her to to show Alex <laughs> <laughs> but they usually the eight, don't eight songs eight songs seems like a heavy number but it, it also seems reasonable at the same time. Yeah, I would uh, think especially that... Especially if they do a medley, you know, or unless they just... Are they going to lock down and each one of them do their, their biggest hit? No. Well, she, you know, Shakira will now have performed at every major world event because she's done the Olympics, she's done the World Cup, and this will be the Super Bowl. 
Dang. Yeah, every major world competition, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And, uh, you know, I think songs in Spanish, I would say one. Well, because mm-hmm. Shakira is the one that's going to have to sing it. So yeah. I would say one. I wouldn't think Jennifer Lopez knows. I think one. I th- I'd take the under because it was one and a half was the number. I think I think you're right. I'll take the under on that. I'll take it at one, one song. I would take I would take the one and then, uh, yeah. I so think... you're telling me that Shakira is probably not going to play in my hot tub party. <laughs> she might be busy. But you probably could get Miami Sound Machine. Oh, yeah. They'll be in the hot tub with me. Yeah. Have you ever party with the sound machine? Ridic- <laughs> ridiculous. They bring all their instruments in the hub. That's a very big hot well, tub. It's, it's a sound machine. They don't go anywhere without it. <laughs> uh, you should play your own sound machine in the, the hot tub, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can play the butt whistle. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know my hot tub party too well. <laughs> I'm part of the sound machine. <laughs> now, do you wear a snorkel into your hot tub or just just no? no. Okay, no. All right, because uh, I, I, I I'm always afraid I'm going to knock over the floating mirror with cocaine on it. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about that uh, yacht from Portugal that they found off the coast of Florida with like a, like $70 million worth of cocaine? And I was like, that boat was definitely headed to the Super Bowl, right? It was so headed to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so headed to the Super Bowl. Like, Wait, now if it's in inter- was it international waters or was it off the coast here? Like, was it within 20? 20- I mean, I'm dying to know if it was in U.S. waters. How dumb. It was, yeah, it was like getting, yeah, because it was, yeah, it, it wasn't close that close, you know? It was probably between, because it was coming from Portugal, so they found it, you know, and they arrested a bunch of people on board, and I was like, oh, man, that's going to make for that a very would be, sad That would be my luck or Gary's luck. <laughs> Is that, we'd, be on, we'd be on a yacht from Portugal that's just got 70 kilos of cocaine and we didn't know it well, we there, just thought it was a, a floating hot tub party you heard about the her, the uh, earthquake that they felt down there there was a earthquake in the in the atlantic ocean today that they felt in cuba and jamaica and so they had to issue a tsunami warning but apparently they felt it in miami too and i'm like was that an earthquake or was just that just the sound of eight thousand hookers getting off a plane at one time? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was gonna say something i thought i was gonna say it was like it was because Mahone, it was because the Chiefs landed or something <laughs> like positive, and oh. and you went straight. You went straight to hookers. No, nope. yeah, I went to hookers. I know. I told well, Chris I to be I careful think, down I've there. I've been to several Super Bowls. I don't think hookers go to those games. <laughs> yeah, they don't go to the games. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all I know is it's a big economic boom for the city. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I was just like. Uh, thinking about all the parties, you know, are you going to go to the Gronk Beach party? Because that sounds like trouble. I, honestly, I couldn't think, if I had to think of a, an express way to jail, <laughs> it would be the Gronk Beach party. Yeah. That sounds like, that sounds like the quickest way. Do not go past go. Do not collect $200 and go straight to jail. 
um, party I've ever heard in my life. But I, it's so tempting. I heard that because though, I think I think the freak show, the the just the amount of of craziness that'll be going on at that thing. Yeah, it I sounds heard, about right. It I sounds heard, like it's something you got to go observe. I heard that the wine that they're serving there is made with uh, date grapes. <laughs> That was actually a joke I wrote about Mangria that I turned into Gronk. I wrote that joke about Adam Carolla earlier this year. Oh my god. So, anyway, yeah, I would be careful about going to the Gronk Beach Party. But it does sound like like, the. the most fun people watching to me. Like it would be something that I would be like, this, I have to just see this. Yeah. Like, if you, I mean, you've seen on like, uh, the discovery channel, like when they show a grizzly in a stream eating salmon, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's fascinating. You you just want to watch the, 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 the beast in his, in his, in the wild element. <laughs> and something feels like that's what that party would be like. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, apparently you can rent a caban, like some, some package that you can rent is a million dollars for the beach party, (laughs) which is just like, I can't even imagine what that comes with. Uh, It's ridiculous. (laughs) Like that kind of money. I mean, I don't know if you got it, spend it. What the hell? I mean, it is Miami. That is where people got it. And Super Bowl is definitely also where people got it. So, I mean, it's the biggest sporting event of the year. It's going to be huge and crazy, and I can't wait to see what goes down. I just hope everybody doesn't – nobody gets in trouble before the game. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Everybody walks the line. I think the teams are young enough that – and they seem like they're dedicated enough to each other. They're not going to dick it up. Um like that. What, who's that? What was one of your guys? One of your Atlanta Falcons before oh, yeah. they played the Broncos, oh. got himself in some trouble. Yeah, he got arrested the night before the game. Before the like, game. That was back in '98, I think it was. Back yeah, in, yeah. Like you guys want to hear what you get for a million bucks? Oh yeah, tell yeah. me what you get. You, it's called the Big Game Royalty Experience, <laughs> and you get round trip private jet transfer for ten people, an excess nightclub skybox at Shaq's Funhouse with unlimited bottles. Encore Beach Club Cabana at Gronk Beach with unlimited bottles. Ride on Shaq's shoulders at the Fun House. <laughs> Fire CO2 on stage with Gronk at Gronk Beach. Private Miami Mansion with for the weekend. Ten tickets to the big game. Fleet of Rolls Royce Phantoms and private security. That's you get a lot. That's, that's a actually, lot. That's about right. That's about right for ten people. That seems like a good deal. It's not the yeah, worst it's deal. Kind of a. I mean, that's, it's, 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 I think that's actually priced right. Hundred thousand dollars, but it sounds like it's priced right. Hundred grand each. I mean, rich people travel in packs. <laughs> yeah, and there's always one one fat cat who's worth more than everybody. So he tips. They lean on him, and he gets drunk <laughs> enough, or she gets drunk enough, and he's like, "Sure, I'll pop for it." <laughs> you know who who doesn't have it? Or I, I'm like segueing out, but. Um, I don't know if you heard about Allen Iverson today. He had like $500,000 worth of jewelry stolen. Oh. I know, from his backpack. At, was it a hotel in Philadelphia? Yeah, the Sofri, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah. Which, I can't believe anybody would steal anything in Philadelphia. That town is always on the <laughs> up and up. Absolutely. And we have good friends that are from there. Chris Peasy being friend of the show, Chris Peasy. 
Yeah. Uh, being from Philly. And always such a relaxed gentleman. I mean, just last week, I think it was that, that mascot Gritty at the Flyers game, like, punched a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> they threw batteries at Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, they, mean, got, they, got, they got issues out yeah, there. Yeah, they punch police horses. So, I mean. And that's when they win. That's when they win. That's they punch they, police that's horses. That's celebratory. <laughs> yeah, that's that's celebratory. Exactly. Oh God. So anyway, I was just saying, Iverson doesn't have the money to buy the Gronk package right now. That he's the Gronk package. I got to say, it actually for all for all you're getting for the whole weekend, for the whole experience, the the tickets and all the fancy fancy. I mean, it does sound like it's priced appropriately. I think a ride on Shaq's shoulders alone. Is worth half a million dollars. Yeah, because then you can yeah. actually see into heaven. You'll be up so high. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting a little taste of heaven. Yeah, and I'm giving, I'm giving away just on the outside of Gronk Beach uh, <laughs> in a little alcove. I'll be giving uh, shoulder rides as well for like a hundred bucks a pop. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So you don't want to miss that. Tell all your friends. Tell Big Dan and all his brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think it's going to be like cute cheerleaders and it's just like friggin' yeah. fat dudes from Philly who came down yeah. to ruin your weekend. Oh, pick me up, dude. <laughs> dude, 100 bucks. You said. You promised. Walk around, dummy. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get like eight Garys with their shirts off. <laughs> it's the pal guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you'll foul when you're walking me around. <laughs> Great. Oh, oh my God. God. Um, hey, 100 bucks a pop is totally worth it. <laughs> pay for your trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know where you're sitting at the game? Do you have good seats? I don't. Oh. Do you, don't are you playing? Anything. Do you know if you're playing yet? Well, I brought my gear because <laughs> um, I have to assume that if, you know, God forbid anything happens to – some of our chiefs, they're going to call me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We better make sure they all toe the line this week then. Everybody just Absolutely. walking on I'm ready balls. to go in is what I'm saying. I'm ready. You're ready to go in. Yeah. I love it. Well, uh, Gary, do you want to read like a Turd Award nomination or something before we go? Sure. Absolutely. Let's see here. Um, why don't we start with. This one from George Hinkle. Police in Florida are looking for a suspect accused of breaking into a home and sucking on a sleeping man's toes. <laughs> the incident occurred Christmas Eve at a home in uh, Bradenton. Christmas Eve? <laughs> Santa, the resident, number one suspect. <laughs> the resident said he awoke to find the intruder at his feet. The suspect then declared that he had entered the home to suck toes that's a quote, by the way, according to the police report. The intruder also tried to fondle the resident and claimed he was armed. After the pair fought, the suspect broke a window and smashed the resident's car windshield before fleeing. So, oh my God. And I'd like to thank George Hinkle from our Facebook group for submitting that gem. He submitted it back when, you know, around Christmas Eve, yeah. but we just haven't gotten to it yet. Quick so thank question. you, George Hinkle. Gary, where were well, you on Christmas Eve really quick? Yeah, Gary. What I do during the holidays is my business. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Thank you to leave me out of this. Can you imagine waking up to that, Riggle? Okay. I just, I'm so, there, people have so many mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. This guy, on Christmas Eve, breaks into another house. Not Christmas Eve. 
<laughs> breaks into another house, not to pillage, not to do, not to steal uh, all the gifts under the tree, to suck a man's toes. He declares, oh, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to suck toes. Yeah. Then he says, and while I'm here, I might as well get a little grab at your heat. So he takes a swipe at the guy's junk. The guy beats him, throws him around the room. He, the, the toe sucker flees, but because he's been jilted, he stops in the driveway and smashes the man's windshield <laughs> and mean- then continues to flee. What, I don't understand the world we live in anymore. I don't understand it, and I don't understand Florida. I wonder what that guy was dreaming about when he finally woke up to his toes yeah. being su- you know because you know there's like a moment in your dream where you're like yeah why is my dog here why is my dog- <laughs> i don't have a dog wait i don't have a yeah. dog yeah and- what's going on oh my god there's a man <laughs> in my house sucking my toes first thing scary strange man in my house number two yes. not santa number That's three just- sucking by the way toe. mr hinkle thank you for submitting that because that is the most bizarre heard i've ever heard and that is definitely going on the big board yeah (laughs) that's a good one there's one more here that i think we should get to okay uh spencer boston age 20 was in uh, court in wilson county tennessee last monday facing a simple marijuana possession charge however as he stood to face judge hayward barry he began expressing his views on why weed should be legalized and to amplify his point he reached into his jacket slipped out a single marijuana cigarette pulled out a box of matches and lit up in the courtroom <laughs> boston got several quick inhales in before security personnel realized what was happening detained boston and escorted him out of the courtroom he was uh, booked again for simple marijuana possession uh and also contempt of court dude some people mm. just have no chill <laughs> no. Yeah. What was he smoking? Because it's not the good kind. It's not the good weed. <laughs> I mean, the balls on this guy. Yeah, that's just look. He's probably you know. Okay, you want to make a political statement? Great. You 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 get the you get the consequences. But how dumb? Is, how dumb? Is it, it's, it's a simple rap. Probably pay a fine. You're, you're back. You're on the sidewalk in ten minutes smoking a J. Is yeah. Well, is weed legal in Tennessee? I don't think so, right? I, I don't believe it is, but that would be my first piece of advice for this gentleman. There are several states in our great nation <laughs> where this would not be an yeah. issue for you. Feel free to to jump a greyhound and and go to one of those places. You fucking move to Kentucky. Kentucky, I think it's legal. I think it is. In Tennessee, you can't do nothing. You can't even Yeah, you can marry your sister, but you can't not if you're <laughs> the same sex. Well, you you guys are absolutely right. There's there's Ample places in this country to enjoy uh, the herb, as they call it, street talk. Um, <laughs> Which is why cocaine is taking off right now, because everybody's like, it's not like an illegal drug. Nobody's making money off of it except for the states and the government, you know? So yeah. now it's like, we keep doing these stories on Spade where it's like all this weed, I mean, all this cocaine keeps getting found, like washing up uh onto ocean beaches and stuff and it's like i get i guess cocaine's coming back i thought that shit was gone a long time ago but now it's like well let me ask you this would you legalize all drugs all drugs no yeah no no i mean you you keep some of them criminalized i i just feel like there's just certain um, you don't want to legalize stuff like fentanyl. I mean, there's got to be a, a line you draw somewhere, right? I don't think anyone's saying... Re- recreational drugs such as... Yeah, because, I mean, pills are so destructive. 
but would you legalize would you legalize cocaine? Would you legalize heroin? Would you legalize I you mean, know all of these? I just feel things. like it's so addictive, and cocaine definitely leads to Parkinson's. Like when a lot of people end up having Parkinson's late in life, a lot of that is due to cocaine abuse when they're younger because it's a it's a big neurological problem. Is that now, true? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look back at the history of a lot of people that have Parkinson's, and it's like, oh, right. You can't fuck up your nerve sensors that much, you know, and then expect it to just continue to fire correctly forever. That's interesting. Yeah, and I just feel like, you know, I feel like with opium, you know, at least opium is also like a, I mean, I I don't know. I've never had, but I feel like opiates. You know, they're from opium, right? So and that's what heroin's mm-hmm. from. So I don't know. It just seems like yeah. marijuana is just something that, like, it's grown. It's not usually laced with anything. At least with the government, you know, it won't be laced with anything crazy. And it's right. easier to regulate. And I've never control. heard anybody getting high and, and causing trouble. Usually they get high and, and sit on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> the thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like we should be legalizing drugs that would speed people up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's other ones that would be okay. I know like mushrooms and stuff, they're starting to be more lackadaisical on, but I kind of worry about that too. But I don't know. Well, Gary, Gary just keeps pushing me. He says he wants to run for office uh, on the platform <laughs> of more drugs, not less. <laughs> it sounded like you just answered your own fan question. He's <laughs> like, should you legalize drugs? Like, are you, you need me to tell you that you can do cocaine in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want? <laughs> Listen, as I can't even take melatonin, so have fun all you want. Yeah, no, I, listen, <laughs> I, I don't when get it comes to, When it comes to drugs, I'm, 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 that's so not my scene, so I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm old school. Give me a beer. I can barely function on caffeine, so I don't think I should be doing <laughs> drugs. Uh, All right. Well, listen. I think uh, I think we've got this this, this uh, Tennessee buffoon, um, uh, just piss poor judgment. Um, so yeah, he gets a, a turd award. Um, he, he didn't do anything bad. He only hurt himself. So he's not he's not a mega turd. Yeah, I don't um, know. He's like, I don't know if it do, goes does he, on does the he big get, board. Does he get put on the big board, or do we let him let him let him let him uh, enjoy his own punishment that he self induced? Yeah, I think he's got his own punishment coming. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't affect anybody else. That was just his own dumb head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we have new rules. All right, I think we have a couple fan questions before we go. Yeah, we have one. Right. We have a couple here that are, uh, well, there's a few that are derogatory about me, but I'm going to skip those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, Gary? No way. No one would write anything bad about you, Gary. <laughs> uh, well, Richard Knowles asks, what is Gary's beer of choice, PBR or Natty Light? Now, on its face, that's fine. But then Shano Smith jumps in and says, Richard Knowles, free or behind the dumpster of a 7-Eleven? <laughs> and Richard Knowles jumps back in and says, thought he spent most of his time shirtless driving in lawnmower races in the local Walmart parking lots. <laughs> now, Are these guys following you around? Now, listen, yeah, I'm going to say I don't appreciate like- I don't appreciate that, but Shane O. Smith also asked another question, so we'll go with that one, uh, presumably mostly for Rob. Who is your Dark Horse Chiefs hero of the Super Bowl? Dirty Dan, Demarcus Robinson, The Sausage? I, I don't really follow that, but maybe that makes more sense to you? No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I, 
somebody's looking to win on DraftKings, I think. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking uh, Honey Badger has a big game. Chris Jones has a big game. Somebody on the defense is going to step up and do something special. All right. Frank Clark was talking a big game this week, too, for you guys. Oh, yeah? I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I like everybody's motivated. Yep. There's a, there's a lot of yeah. like big D swinging around. All right. Well, well that, in my opinion, that's what the game's going to come down to. It's going to come down to who makes more defensive stands. I think because so. both these both these offenses are electric. I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last. To be honest, I think you're right. I think it could very easily be one of those type games. Yeah, I hope it is. That'll be a great Super Bowl. Yeah, right. so long as the Chiefs win. If they if it's a close game and they don't win, I'm uh, I'm going to go on a. There's not going to be much left in Miami. <laughs> There's one last question here. Um, Rob, it's, the question I'm going to modify a little bit here, it's from Eric Webb. Thank you, uh, Eric. He says, uh, what bets does Rob have on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl? Ah, I have a $100 bet that I, put, I placed on August 22nd, uh, back in the preseason. Um, a futures and, bet? And I bet that the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. I've got the ticket. I've got a picture of it. I'll post it uh, when we win. And then I have to make a tough decision about whether or not I'll cash it or frame it. You don't have any bets with, like, your friends? Like, if they lose, I have to wear 49ers? No, up? I don't make those bets because that, that, uh, the, the, the risk-reward on that is just not there. <laughs> yeah, I find it really hard to bet on my own team, so I usually don't bet on my own team. Yeah. Also, you know, doing the jersey thing, I've I made that mistake a couple times, and I'm always like, "Why did I agree to this? This is so dumb." Um, because then that picture lives forever, and people always like to throw it back in your face. Oh, okay. So you're not willing to bet with me right now that if the 49ers win, you have to um, sit on a loaf of sourdough bread. <laughs> Like naked? That Gary Speedin. <laughs> God. Um, oh no. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll take that. Bet. <laughs> oh. You're like, am I getting any odds? Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the other side. Like, what? What do I get if I win? Oh, that's also what you get if you win. <laughs> oh, well, now it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, That's awesome. I would like to watch that happen. Uh, I would just like to see Gary make that. But <laughs> anyway, mm. anyway, I'm excited for you this week, Rob. I'm excited that you're down there. Please keep us updated on all the fun things going on. And uh, yeah, we'll I'm, talk about uh, it next I'm, week. I'm excited. I can't wait to to, to get back uh, to LA and and tell you all the all the stories that are, I'm sure are going to happen and occur. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, over over the weekend. Uh, it'll be truly exciting. I can't wait for you to end up in the turd award category based on what you did <laughs> at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Instead of Florida man, I'll say Florida visitor, Rob Riggle. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Oh, man. I'm so excited for you. I hope you have so much fun. I uh, hope you have a good time in New York your last night there. And uh, I can't wait to see you next week and hear all about it. Awesome. I can't wait either. It'll be fun. All right. I'm Sarah Tiana. I'm Rob Riggle. For Riggle's Pixel. For for Gary, (laughs) the shirtless shirtless beast mode, (laughs) this has been Riggle's Pixel.